0: Ross Tucker, Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented by DraftKings. And boy, oh boy, do I love Power Rankings. And I love those of you that go the extra mile. Listen, we got the holidays coming up. It'd be very cool to get a signed press pass or picture or football card from your boy, why not, right? Be the spread the word winner at Ross Tucker NFL at Ross Tucker pod or the sponsor confirmation email winner. So easy to do. We've got so many awesome sponsors. Babbel would be very cool to give yourself or somebody else. LinkedIn for if you're looking for a job, uncommon goods, very cool. Raycon earbuds are a no brainer gift. Lots of different ways. You can be the sponsor confirmation email winner And I love answering your questions. And then the YouTube shout-out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Even just a cameo-style video for someone like that would be incredible. You can even give yourself the gift of being an official patron, an official tuckhead, patreon.com slash RT Media, where you get all the even-money bets – and the press box food grades and the power rankings and the Friday picks all right there in black and white on our outstanding private Tuckheads Slack channel. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: Good morning, Ross. Let's start with Monday Night Football where the Patriots improved to 6-0 and on the road, 9-4 and overall after defeating the Bills last night, 14-10. to
0: Pretty wild game, unique game. Uh, The wind was a huge factor. Uh, As Patriots quarterback, if you didn't watch or didn't hear, Mac Jones threw one pass in the first half, three passes the entire game, and the Patriots won. They won the game. Now, I took a Twitter poll last night, at Ross Tucker NFL, about whether or not you like When inclement weather affects games. I do. I do. I I enjoy the weather being a factor. I enjoy variance. I enjoy that it's unique. That it creates a need for a different strategy. I understand the argument of people that want optimum conditions for every game. They want every game played in a dome. I don't feel that way. I think it's one of the things that separates American football. I think it's one of the things that makes it great. And I think it's one of the things that makes it even more interesting, which it definitely, definitely was last night. So the the Bills gave up a long touchdown run to Damian Harris on a toss-crack huge play in the game. Huge play because the Patriots had really just been you know, trying to pound, pound, pound. But near the end of the first quarter, to get whatever it was, almost a 70-yard touchdown run and get the lead was significant. And then they went for two because of the weather. They didn't even think they could kick an extra point, which is interesting. And then going for two really changed the complexion of the game in a couple different ways. Because they go for two, and they got it. The Bills... After Nikhil Harry had a punt go off his face mask for the Patriots, critical error, stunning that a Patriot would make that mistake in that situation where he would even get close enough to the football that it could hit off his face mask, barely grazed it, but it did. You can't control the way the ball's going to bounce. Number one, it's an oblong ball. Number two, with the wind, And Josh Allen threw an absolute laser to Gabriel Davis after that to make the score 8-7. And those are the only touchdowns in the game. Those are the only two touchdowns in the entire game. After that, the Patriots just absolutely grinded clock and really ran over the Bills most of the third quarter. There was a time where I tweeted that this is pathetic by the Bills' defense, there was five minutes left in the third quarter. Patriots had the ball. They had 227 yards rushing with five minutes left in the third quarter. Now, interestingly, they finished with like 221. So after I sent that tweet out, the Bills actually you know, made an adjustment Primarily sending Matt Milano on blitzes to replace the pulling guard on the toss crack that had been killing the Bills. So the Bills made an adjustment. Unfortunately for them, it was too little too late. I I did not think well, first of all, this is not high school football. This is not even college football. The Patriots should not be able to run the ball down your throat and have 227 yards rushing with five minutes left in the third quarter. That is really poor by the Bills defensively. Either get off blocks or change up the scheme or something. They weren't even trying to throw the ball. So... That's number one. Number two, I, I didn't like the, I didn't love the Bills attempting a field goal into the wind in the fourth quarter, but it had enough distance, but it was far enough away that I think the wind took it to the right. Didn't love that decision by McDermott. The 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 three things I thought the Bills clearly got out coached on, they didn't have a good enough plan to stop the Patriots run. For most of the game. It took him till the fourth quarter. To really figure it out. I thought the Bills. Should have started throwing the ball. With Josh Allen earlier. And the biggest thing. And most frustrating. If you're a Bills fan. Where were the design quarterback runs. For Josh Allen. This was the game. This was the most important game. In the regular season. For the Bills. In a long time. And I don't know if I remember any designed quarterback runs. That was your competitive advantage. What are you doing? Very, very frustrating if you are a Bills fan or if you have a soft spot in your heart for the Buffalo Bills like I do. Very frustrating because it felt like the Patriots were tougher. It felt like the Patriots were more physical, and it certainly felt like the Patriots were better coached. Here's the deal about making smart decisions and being better coached. Raycon wireless earbuds. That's the gift everyone will use. Moms, dads, sisters. You know who doesn't need Raycon earbuds? Nobody. Everybody needs Raycon earbuds. You guys that watch on YouTube, you see me show you mine. Multiple times. I love it. Amazing audio quality. They're available in five stylish colors. I listen to them all the time when I'm working out now. It's amazing. I was never an earbud guy before Raycon. The holidays are coming up faster than you think. They'll be here any second. Now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last minute shipping scramble. Trust me. Especially because right now, my listeners will get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker and use code HOLIDAY today to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker.
1: It's time for the all-important Power ranking. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Let's go with the Jacksonville Jaguars, number 32.
0: Right, kind of a toss-up this week between them and the Texans. They both got their doors blown off. The Lions have been competitive a lot. The Lions won a football game. I feel like the Lions would beat the Texans and the Jaguars in a series of games at my house in central Pennsylvania. Jags-Texans is probably a toss-up, but for this week at least, I'll give the Texans the edge for whatever that's worth, and I will say that the Jaguars are the worst team. They did have one nice drive. Remember that? Remember that one nice drive that they had against the uh, – against. The Rams. The Rams. Yeah, that was nice, but that was about it.
1: All right, number 31. Obviously, now it's the Texans' turn.
0: Sounds like Tyrod Taylor's hurt. So, and which, by the way, they really don't want to win another game. You know, you want to have the highest pick possible, I think. And I think they need to figure out what they have in Davis Mills for the rest of the year. So, Tyrod Taylor being hurt again on some level is fine because they got to see what davis mills learned from sitting out a little bit give him these last five games and see if he can show enough to show that maybe they don't need to draft the quarterback in the first round or maybe davis mills is just a number two they they need to find out more about davis mills the rest of the year anyway number 30 the new york jets the new york jets you know, I thought they made some progress. They, their offensive line played better against the Eagles. They ran the ball better, especially early with Tevin Coleman. Zach Wilson was really good the first three drives. That was a step in the right direction for the Jets, even though they lost. Defensively, they're still disappointing.
1: 29, the Lions.
0: They got a win. I'm thrilled for them. They had been more competitive on a week-in, week-out basis than the Jags, Texans, Jets. They just hadn't been able to finish one off. They finally did that. Really happy for Dan Campbell, my buddy Alex Anzalone, Jared Goff, all of those guys. Because I can't imagine how good of a feeling that was, and I wouldn't wish a winless season on my worst enemy. I've said that before when there were winless seasons.
1: Number 28, the Chicago Bears.
0: I'm hoping Justin Fields can get back out there soon. Because, oh, by the way, Corey Davis for the Jets, season-ending core muscle surgery. So that's a bummer for for the Jets. Because it does seem like with Michael Carter and with Elijah Moore and if Corey Davis is healthy, you know, it does feel like the Jets have some pieces that you would want to work with there to try to get better and try to build upon the young offensive line when they get back back, they've got some, I think the jets have a chance to surprise people next year, but not good on Corey Davis, obviously, but good that he's getting it done now rather as opposed to later bears. I'm hoping they can get Justin Fields out there for these last, you know, five games and see, see what he can do.
1: Number 27, New York giants.
0: Sounds like, Daniel Jones isn't going to be able to play for a while or at least another week. And then you combine that with Mike Glennon's concussion and they might have to go with Jake Fromm who just got signed off the Bills practice squad. He might start the next game for the Giants, which I always kind of get excited about because I love, I want as many guys, you guys know this, I want as many guys to get an opportunity as possible. You know, to feel like they got their shot to be able to say forever that they start an NFL game and see what they can do. You know, Gardner Minshew, once again, made the most of his opportunity for the Eagles last Sunday. Let's see if Jake from State Fromm can do the same.
1: Falcons, number 26.
0: It feels like they should be higher than this. It feels like they've been more competitive than this. Uh, They did, though, lose by 13 to the bucks at home. And I think this next group of teams is all kind of uh in the same mix, so to speak.
1: Saints 25.
0: Yeah, probably nitpicking here. Again, there's not a huge difference between these teams, but I did think that Taysom Hill and the Saints showed a little bit more spark than they had showed with Simeon. And I think they could probably beat the Falcons in a series of games. Although, I don't know. That's a a tight one.
1: Number 24, the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Much better. Seahawks looked much, much better. Russell Wilson played the way we've come to expect him to play against the Niners. And here's the thing. That game should not have been close. Should not have even been close. Gerald Everett is the only reason why that game was even competitive. Otherwise, the Seahawks would have blown the Niners out of the water.
1: Number 23, the Carolina Panthers.
0: Very curious to see what the move away from Joe Brady will ultimately do for the Panthers. You know, I expect that Joe Brady will get hired by some college pretty shortly pretty soon which he'll probably take because I doubt he'll want to wait and see if he can get a head coach uh, get a NFL coordinator job I think he'll want to lock in something although he might even get a, a college head coaching job this might actually work out to Joe Brady's favor with some of these job openings we'll have to see how it plays out but ultimately the Panthers feel like they're not scoring enough points I would argue that they're not getting good enough play from the offensive line and the quarterback, but, you know, maybe Matt Rule clearly feels like Joe Brady should be able to figure out how to get better play from those two positions. 22, the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Feels like they need to go on a run here to end the season or there's going to be major changes in Minnesota. You know, they, they've led every game by at least six points. To have the record that they do is very disappointing, clearly. And they just feel like they should be better. And it feels like at some point they're going to decide, you know what, we need, we need to move on from Mike Zimmer. As much as we like the guy, as good as he's been, it's time. And, and at this point, I would understand that. And I like Mike Zimmer a lot. I think he's a good coach. Um, I enjoyed my time with him in Dallas. He's a good man, but you know they they should not be five. They should not be a five and seven football team. Number twenty one, Cleveland Browns. So the Browns had a bye. Not much to say other than they needed to heal and get better. Clearly, they're still in the mix at six and six. That rhymes. And, you know, they've got five games, five games for glory. It's going to be exciting in the AFC. Um, And hopefully maybe Baker Mayfield got a little bit healthier. The whole team needed to get a little bit healthier.
1: Number 20, the Broncos.
0: Kind of a step back, I'd say, after a, a real step forward against the Chargers the week before, Broncos take a step back. This is kind of who I feel like the Broncos are, though. Pretty good defense, average offense. 500 ball club. I guess the question in my mind would be is that enough to fire Vic Fangio? Or do you say, you know what? 500 ball club with 500 talent. Like he's getting out of this team what they have. I think you could make that argument.
1: The Raiders, number 19.
0: The Raiders. Well, that was a win. It felt like they kind of had to have at home against Washington. Once again, they just didn't score enough points. Their offense, their defense got it done. Their defense only gave up 17 points. The way this Raiders team is constituted, they need to score more than 15. Unfortunately, they don't really run it very well. And without Darren Waller, they really, really struggle in the red zone. They, just, they can move the ball, but they can't score touchdowns in the red zone. It's like they're having trouble seeing when they're in the red zone. It's like visibility is an issue for them. And if you're looking for better visibility, Derek Carr, head over to AutoZone. They've got the parts and products you need to drive safer and see more behind the wheel. If you're dealing with dull headlights, they've got the replacement lights to help you brighten up the road. If you're driving late at night, remember, always replace your headlights in pairs. If it's wipers, like think about last night, you're driving in western New York, you got the lake effect snow, you better have some good wipers. You better have those replacement wipers ready to help clear your windshield during any storm. Sleet, snow, whatever. If you're ready to see more and drive safer, visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone. Auto zone
1: number 18 Pittsburgh Steelers
0: you know never underestimate the heart of a champion and they've just got too much pride too many leaders too much Big Ben and Hayward and TJ Watt that was an impressive gutsy victory for the Steelers that's what they do they when when you count them out they find a way to win
1: 17, the 49ers.
0: So uh, the Niners took a big step back. No Debo Samuel really hurt them quite a bit. They had a lot of momentum. They kind of lost it, but they're still in this thing. I mean, they're they're still right there in this thing. So, you know, they just need to forget about that last game, get Debo healthy, and get back on track. You know, you're not going to win a million games in a row. Number 16, the Miami Dolphins. Unless you're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, all the way up to number sixteen. They have won five NFL games in a row. That is really hard to do. They they deserve a lot of credit. That whole team, Tua, the coaching staff. You know, the shame of it is that they just blew so many of those games earlier because they should be in the playoff mix right now. If they hadn't lost, what, seven in a row? They won one, lost seven in a row, then won five in a row.
1: Washington football team, number 15.
0: Further evidence this year that Ron Rivera is a good coach. That guy can coach. And you know who else? Del Rio. Del Rio, the D coordinator. Did a nice job getting those guys back on track on the defensive side of the ball. It took them a little while to figure it out this year, but they're much better on defense now than they had been earlier in the season.
1: Number 14, the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Eagles going into a bye. They got back on track. Their offensive line is just beastly, absolutely beastly. And, of course, a lot of conversation in Philadelphia. I was already on the radio on WIP about Gardner Minshew and if he should start the next game? The answer is no. Uh, I think you go back to Hertz provided he's healthy. But I do believe that it is fair to wonder whether or not, you know, how long the leash is, so to speak, for Jalen Hurts if he struggles in the next game. You know, their next game is going to be a gigantic one against Washington and it makes you it makes you think a little bit.
1: Number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: Big big bounce back win for the San Diego Super Chargers, San Diego Chargers. So that was that was huge for them. They needed that quality win on the road even without Bosa who went out with the concussion. Let's see if that spurs the Chargers on to playing the way I think we all think they're capable. Number 12, the Bengals. So the Bengals lost, but I still think in a series of games they would beat the Chargers. You know, they didn't have their center or right tackle. Mixon had the fumble, that fumbled exchange. They had the Jamar Chase tip up intercept. I mean, they had a lot of things go against them. And that happens sometimes in the NFL. That's why they play 17 games. That's why they have the playoffs. That's why it's not college football where you lose one game and you're done.
1: Number 11, the Titans.
0: Titans had a bye. Not much to say other than, I guess, the bye went somewhat well for them. They could have used the Bills to beat the Patriots, but for the most part, you know, they had some positives happen during the bye with the Ravens losing. That helps the Titans.
1: Number 10, the Rams.
0: So the Rams got back on track. Exactly. I feel like I've said that with a lot of teams, Brian. How many times have I set the record for saying back on track in one podcast?
1: We can change it up a little bit. Yeah, I need to get back
0: on track and stop saying back on track. Um, Anyway, the Rams, really impressive win. You know, we kind of thought it'd be a get right game for them, and it was. Let's see how they do against better competition.
1: Number nine, the Ravens.
0: They're just not playing very well. Uh they they're not playing they're playing okay on defense, but they do not have a good feel for what is going on on offense when they're being blitzed. They're just not they are not scoring enough points right now aren't the Ravens, and they gave up two wide-open touchdowns to Deontay Johnson. They're just not quite I, – I think all the injuries have taken their toll.
1: Number eight, the Colts.
0: They're good. I think the Colts are a good football team. Their only loss, it feels like recently, was that Bucks game where they turned it over five times. Again, NFL, that happens. I think the Colts – are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the postseason. Would not be surprised if the Colts end up winning that division either.
1: Number seven, the Bills.
0: Talked about the disappointment in the way the Bills performed last night. That was a golden opportunity for them. The wind probably hurts them more than it hurts the Patriots because the Patriots are more of a running team, Bills more of a passing team. But You know, the Bills still very easily could have won that game. There's no reason with the talent they have that they should be 7-5 and like they are.
1: Number six, the Kansas City
0: Chiefs. You want to talk about a team that has figured it out on the defensive side of the ball? That's the Chiefs. Now, offensively, they haven't really figured it out yet. But you have to think that they will – they've been inconsistent on offense. When they really do get it figured out on offense, I think that they will be as dangerous as they've always been. And I think they will be a huge factor in the AFC playoffs. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Number five, the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Uh, So they got a win, much-needed win against the Saints. And now, you know, as long as they're healthier with Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, they're a dangerous team.
1: Number four, the Patriots.
0: And they might even be better than this. I do think there's three NFC teams better than them right now. But the Patriots, really good on defense. Offensive line is really good. They know who they are. They don't try to be anybody different. And it's a terrific coaching job by Belichick. I know people hate hearing that, but it's true.
1: Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: So feels like the bucks 9 and 3 that washington loss is going to come back to haunt them i'm telling you but uh, another solid victory for them their the nfc playoffs are going to be epic cardinals packers bucks cowboys rams awesome
1: number 2 green bay packers
0: packers had a bye so not much to say there they needed some guys to get some guys healthy and they've done so and so we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a race for that number one seed. Russ's number one
1: team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... This week, once
0: again, the Arizona Cardinals, number one. Yep, and they got Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins back. Those guys looked like they did not even skip a beat, which is a great sign for the Cardinals moving forward. They both came back healthy. They both played at a high level. And the Cardinals, you know, because they haven't done it recently, everybody's going to be skeptical until we see them do it in the playoffs. But they have good talent. They have a good team. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Very excited for tomorrow's guest, Mike Golick Jr. A lot of things to talk about with him. His former teammate, Zach Martin, Notre Dame, and Brian Kelly and what happened there what he's noticing in the NFL this year. Big fan of Mike Golick Jr. and uh, the work he does. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com all deserve shout-outs. Love giving our patrons shout-outs, especially the I Think We're Done Here members, which is ironic because I think we're done here.